This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Glad to be a part of the single worst product <laughs> laughter hours laughter hours has ever put out. And welcome to the weekend warrior show, or whatever we're gonna end up calling it. This is Jeff uh, Atlas Jiv on Twitter. We've got Barrett with us. We've got Aaron with us, and uh, we're gonna start off tonight. Going out to Barrett, uh, who's got our first lopic. Yeah, so Friday's show, I think, was stolen in the local hour in the Big Suey. But from the national show, the best conversation out of those two hours had to be with Teddy Atlas and the ice cream talk. Now, Teddy, I don't think he knows the word Sunday, because I think that's the appropriate word for his answer to the question, how do you eat ice cream? He said with, you know, not playing with stuff on it. So I'm going to rephrase it a little bit for you guys. What is your perfect Sunday? Now, while you think about that a little bit, here's mine. You got a lovely vanilla chocolate ice cream mix, chocolate sauce on top. That's the hardening shell kind. And what? Objections to the hardened shell chocolate sauce? Yeah. Oh, Aaron. And then I top mine off with a splash of milk to start the melting process. You know how Chris Cody talks about leaving the ice cream on the counter for a little bit before diving in? Well, I just a little splash of milk on top and it starts to make things right. What are your objections, Aaron? What's your Sunday? I mean, nothing that you just said. I mean, I'm good with like, I don't know, normal ice cream. Hell, maybe some, I don't know, fruit on top, like some berries. I like berries on my ice cream. I'm not here for fruit in my ice cream. I like cookie dough on my ice cream. Peaches, I, I, peach ice cream is fantastic. Strawberries on ice cream is fantastic. Tell me you don't want fruit in your ice cream. Hell out of here. You probably put whipped cream and stuff on yours, don't you? I just told you what my Sunday was. Yeah, I don't care. You probably put whipped cream. That hard shell stuff. Why are you eating ice cream if it's hard? No, the hard shell chocolate sauce is supreme to normal chocolate sauce. But it's not it really soft. is. It's not sauce. It turns into a solid. Therefore, it is not a sauce. It is a lovely chocolate coating. Okay, whatever. Checkmate. <laughs> Jeff, what's it's your sh- best it's Sunday? It's a shell. It's not a sauce. It's a shell. 
Um, all right. I'm saying concrete is a liquid. Concrete is not a liquid. Concrete might start as a liquid, but it is not a liquid. Gas is a liquid. Gasoline Uh. is a liquid. (laughs) Anyway, my Sunday. This is actually a particular restaurant near here, actually, if I had to pick one exactly. But they make their own vanilla ice cream, and it's really good. They make their own, like, hot fudge. All in-house? Uh-huh. And then they do these, like, little caramelized praline things in there. And it is so damn good. And it comes in this big goblet sort of thing. And it's way too much for one human, but it's amazing. But if I got to go outside of that, this is totally blasphemous. I am kind of a, a frozen yogurt guy. More, moreover, like plain tart frozen yogurt. But with just like an ungodly amount of toppings layered in. So you put a little bit of frozen yogurt in there and then you put toppings and then you pound the bottom of the cup so it sits down more and you can fit more crap in it. Yeah, and then you put more frozen parfait. yogurt. Yeah, but I'm talking like cookies and cookie dough and all that sort of crap. And and I am with uh, with Teddy on one thing. A lot of shredded coconut. I don't know about toasted coconut, but a but lot of shredded coconut in there for me. Oh, whatever. That's my take. I know it's uh, exactly the opposite of what I was supposed to say, but I'm, I'm the California guy, remember? I should have said avocado toast ice cream. <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. Just don't talk until you're called upon. Technically, I didn't talk then, but I'll hijack this. I'll hijack this pod quicker than you can, I don't know, wipe your nose. Dad, I was so hoping for some like stupid Southern saying there. I really was and too. And you I had it on the tip of your tongue me. and it just, you lost it. I did. I did. No, I jumped into it quicker than I was prepared for. And then when I got to the I got to the actual kicker, um, well, I whiffed, quite frankly. Hijack this quicker than you can say Mississippi, boy. Who was so that? Jeff, you said you had a lopic? Ah, uh, yes. So uh, earlier today, uh, they were, I believe it was earlier today. My days are blending together. They were talking about feel-good shows, you know, show that you could actually sit down and, like, you know, actually just made you happy as opposed to everything else in life right now. So I was wondering if you guys had a go-to like feel good show doesn't have to be something new something you could have watched whenever like for me it's king of the hill i can sit there and watch king of the hill over and over again and there's just so many good good life lessons and it pleases me and it calms me so i was wondering barrett what do you got yeah so mine is south park hands down a lot of people think that it's just toilet humor but that show is actually very clever, well-written, and a lot of toilet humor as well. So it hits all the different notes. That it's it, The show is great. The show is great. Aaron, <laughs> what's your feel-good show? Okay, well, I, for one, am not a child, so I'm not going to pick something animated. Um, I prefer my, my three favorite, like, funny, happy shows that are just I can have on and not I have to really pay attention to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go – I'm going to pick three because – Again, I'm going to do, do whatever I really want to do. Um, anyway, so I'm going to go one, Always Sunny. It's fantastic. Uh, two, Parks and Rec. And three, The Office. Oh, you're so basic. I knew you were going to say The Office. The Office is the, the, the first seven seasons of The Office. Once Michael leaves it, it it's not as much as, as – I can't even think of his name off the top of my head. The guy that plays in Boston Legal, Spader? Yeah, James Spader. Yeah. As much as I like everything I've seen him in, 
I don't like him in that show. All right, so this is when you all can yell at me. I do not like The Office at all. You have no sense of humor. Wow, you like Jeff. King of the Hill, but you don't like The Office. That shows exactly the level of maturity and and just mental development that you have. I would agree with you. And okay, that's hold just- on here. I'm not here for King of the Hill slander, but I will say for anybody to say that they don't like The Office is just trying to zag. It's no, a great show. I just it it's. You can it, you can say it's not your favorite. It's not my favorite. I don't binge it over and over like a lot of people do. Oh, I don't either. It's funny. Just never never resonated with me. I don't know what to tell you. You you, you literally just got done saying that King of the Hill has a lot of life lessons in it, but it does. doesn't resonate with you. Is that right? That's correct. Question: um, What exactly are 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 you doing, or have you previously been doing while watching King of the Hill? Uh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm activities, by that too. You've, activities you've taken part in around the time in which you, well, you see, are watching King of the Hill. The the when I first started watching King of the Hill, Aaron, it was uh, at the dinner table when I was a kid. You're um, not answering my question. I am. I was eating dinner um, at that time when I watched King of the Hill. Okay. Sometimes when I watched King of the Hill, I've been sitting on my couch. Okay. Sometimes on my recliner. Stuff. Well, um, it usually uh, relaxes me um, because something that's pleasurable, such as a show that calms you, releases endorphins in your mind, thus um, chemically probably in a better mood than prior to the episode. I see we're just going to dance around this. All right. Very well. I I thought I danced around it. All right. You did. I don't know what you you guys are talking about dancing. (laughs) I thought we were talking about King of the Hill. What the hell happened? I thought we were talking about marijuana. (laughs) <laughs> hey, mate. Hey, mate. There's this thing down here in Australia where we call called the postseason. You think uh, Kershaw could do it in the postseason? What was was that? That's a limited fake Morgan from Australia that was, um, what? <laughs> we're going to move along from. Yeah, let's just keep it rolling. Um, so, Aaron, what is your topic? Look, I told you good demo before we started this thing that I don't have a topic. I told you very clearly, look, if you'll lob me something, I can bullshit my way through it. But do not just toss me an freaking empty. I'm so out of it. Okay. Okay. All right. I got, I actually do have another one. You think NFL is going to finish, man? Yes. I really don't. I it, do. You think they're just going to power through? Yes, I do. I believe they started it. And I feel like the people in football have too much pride to stop once they started. And so even if they cut half the season, they're going to find a way. I think they're going to find a way to finish unless, I mean, just absolutely all hell breaks loose, which it very might very well might. I mean, if it does, then, then who the fuck knows? But as of right now, they're going to finish that shit. I mean, the Titans took two weeks off and they went out there and beat the shit out of the bills. Tighten up, baby. Yo, Titans are fake. They are not real. Barrett, they had a three-week break. Barrett, sit down. They had a three-week break. What did we do before that break? Did we win all of our games? Have we won all of our games since? You did You did cheat and have a cheater's practice like cheaters might do. Okay, a handful of players went and threw the ball around on a high school field. If that's cheating, if that gives them the advantage to beat the Bills that, that badly – then the bill shouldn't be in the NFL, buddy. Uh, limited fakes do got you. Uh, yeah, let's hit the polls, guys. So, uh, 
looking at the pools. Does Alfonso have a portrait of Alfonso in his house? Ninety-four and a half percent says yes. Upset. Up. That should have been a ninety-eighter. Scrolling up, big fat white face is proficient at in Excel on everyone's resume. I can speak from experience. Yes. Eighty percent says yes. The twenty percent either don't have a resume or are liars. Is anyone actually proficient in Excel? I can speak from experience. No. No. Fifty-seven percent of the audience says no. A lot closer than we thought. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Growing up, big fat white face. Big fat white face. Is it Dachshun or Dachshun? Stu, I think you said it wrong both times. It's Dachshun. Two dollars. It's wiener dog. Seventy-five percent of the audience says Dachshun. Toasted coconut on your ice cream. Yes or no? Seventy-nine percent of the audience said no. Oh. Yeah. No. That's Jeff. Get out of here with that. California that other nineteen percent is full of shit. I like. I no, like they're coconut. from California. Sprinkles on your ice cream. Yes or no? I go yes. Hell no. Yes. Oh, that's acceptable. What are you a child? Fifty-nine mm-hmm. percent of the audience said no. Oh. The other forty-one percent is a child. No, it's there. It's a text. It's a textural delight. And especially if you get the chocolate, as Teddy did, did put you, it. Did you just put an X in especially? Especially. What's your problem? Waffle cones for the younger crowd. 56% of the audience said no. That that, that comment confused me. So I guess because it was like Chris asking it. But when he said, I guess waffle cones are for the younger crowd. I was like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? And that'll do it for the polls. Thanks, buddy. And that's going to do it for us tonight on Weekend Warriors or whatever the hell we're calling this. Well, hey, I I would like, no, I'd like to introduce, I'd like to introduce some of our links. We can keep going. Like for one, the Lakers championship is not a championship. It's got an asterisk by it. You might as well have won a preseason tournament. It's the same thing as, you know, that league they play in Vegas with all the young guys. It's like when you win that, that's what they want. Aaron, they won Aaron, the G League tournament. That's what Aaron. They won. they won the Little League World Series. Barrett, you're gonna have to take over for a minute. I need my breathing exercises. Nope. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That was that was absolutely absurd. Just a flamethrower. It's not absurd, it's not absurd this, at all. This bubble was way more intense. And if anything, I think in my personal record book, book Aaron, dumbest thing I've ever. Heard. I always knew you were an stayed, idiot, but good lord, they, they stayed in a hotel within what I, what I assume is probably walking distance of where they played, and they just played in front of no fans. That, that's not a championship. G League championship. Congratulations. You know who won the G League championship last year? The Grizzlies. You get to join the Grizzlies. He also looks like he's not surprised to be waking up naked in a cornfield again. We should end it there. <laughs> I don't want to end it. I have, I have, I, I've, I'm, I'm going to throw out one more lopic for you guys, and it'll be uh, appropriate for me to do so um, because I'm about to get up and go peek. But before I do so, the show was talking about, um, you know, the peeing trough, right? Oh, I and hate those. So the topic is peeing trough. Go. Hey, I, I'm going to I'm going to start it off here. So I grew up in a household of Tennessee fans. So I always had to go to games in Knoxville. And if you've ever been to a game in Knoxville and you've ever peed in Knoxville, you would know they have exclusively troughs. And they're awful because not only 
are they troughs? But you also, it, it's not like people respect the space. It's like, like oh, they're troughs. That means I can touch his shoulder while I pee. And it's like, it's hell like no, pigs, dude, you can't. It's like pigs eating. Just yeah, crammed it's in exactly as much what as it they is. can. You get other people's pee splatter on you. It's awful. I mean, on, I mean, on top of Knoxville being just an awfully terrible place to be, you, you've got to go pee while touching shoulders with a stranger. And then if you say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go in this stall here and pee. You walk in the stall and someone has decided they needed to use the bathroom, but not the peeing bathroom. And they've decided they didn't want to sit on the toilet because someone else had peed on the toilet before them. So they stand above the toilet and then they have terrible aim with their non-pee bathroom usage, which is now everywhere and strewn about and disgusting. So peeing troughs, the worst thing about peeing troughs in my opinion, I've only had to use one a couple times, and that's when I was in a different state. But um, the it, when you're done and you feel leg hairs move because of back spray, and you know that you're done, and by partisan knowing that that's somebody else's back spray, is the single-handed worst feeling in the world. I want to take a chemical bath afterwards. Um, Second note about peeing troughs, Mikey C's story about puking in one, that's got to be horrible to be that close, your face down in one, and all these people are around you, like you said, piling in like pigs to the trough. Yeah. Oh, God. Poor Mikey C. If everyone would just have a little bit more patience and just, you know, give everyone a appropriate space the line would move give me a foot on each side the line would move so much more smoothly because what happens is when people cram in there like that it takes people a little bit longer to get going people like me at least and 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 also you always got a couple of those overly drunk people in there whose balance is not fantastic so you're always looking out of your peripherals to make sure you don't have a tumbling tim about to spray you with pee because he fell over yeah there's nothing worse than a drunk drake getting in your shit when you're trying to uh use the pee trough and then boom they run into you from the back i feel like drake's the guy that just barges in there and just hey guys how's it going and just squeezes the line squeezes like it in a six inch gap between two people hey hey crazy night huh (laughs) how about that throw that's our (laughs) limited fake drake from aaron coach has got a bench and i'm tired of it uh, do you have asparagus for dinner? Hey, Jeff. So what is your peeing trough take? Okay. So my peeing trough take is that they're the worst things ever. I hate them so much. Sometimes because I pretty much always wear flip-flops. And those things like to reflect piss back towards your shoes. You can get other people's pee-pee on your feet. We've already covered these points, Jeff. Well, I- I'm giving you my take. I don't like other people's pee-pee on my feet. And then I'm always like, oh, man, is this guy looking at my wiener? And like Mike said, I'm like, oh, geez. So then I'm going over to the corner and kind of turning my shoulder a little bit. But if I can't get the corner spot, then I'm like real uncomfortable. I might even go into a stall and pee, uh, you know. See, see that, that's what I, 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 I brought up the stall. But then I also brought up that typically whatever stall you actually get, you go in there and someone before you has had to go to the bathroom, but not the pee version. And they've walked in there and somebody before them decided to pee on the seat. So then the non pee bathroom user 
decided to squat and their aim is not great. So now their non-pee bathroom usage is everywhere. So you're just assuming there's duties everywhere in the stalls, so you have to use the trough? No, I'm saying typically when I'm and I, I'm looking up, I'm lucky enough to get into a stall. There is poo somewhere other than inside the toilet bowl. Oh, special guest, El Senor Steak Sauce. What is up? Thank What's you for joining up, us. Yeah, that's really what we were starting off with. Is like steak. Where do you uh, where do you sit on the piss trough? I hope he doesn't sit on trough. it. That would be disgusting. Yeah, I don't sit on it. Yeah. Well, all. that's a good point. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm against them. Yeah, don't sit on the piss trough though. That's for sure. Anyway, let's do the let's do the shipping container and and Dan and Stu shooting for him. All right, all right, I'm down. That sounds good. I feel like Stu is definitely a Sean Merriman shooting from the chest kind of guy, right? His shot can get swatted if he's around people real easily. See, I disagree. I think Stu's got. I think Stu's got a sneaky, because he's smaller, and but he played sports, and so those guys tend to have that sneaky, like old person form. I feel like he's got a pretty quick, smooth shot. I don't know that it's a good shot, but I feel like he thinks it's a good shot, and I feel like he thinks it's going in, and I feel like the shot's not terrible. Number one, lacrosse doesn't count as a sport. Hey, he, hey you hey hey you're talking to a division one club level lacrosse player and and he also he also has the record for most three pointers and a half of uh new jersey high school sports remember let me again say lacrosse doesn't count as a sport Stu Gotts is definitely taking threes from the nba level range and he's taking the jr smith quantity amount of threes so he probably went yes he probably set the record for the amount of threes which let's say was seven in a game he probably went seven for 32 see i got stugatz as the guy who he, he thinks he's the ball dominant player in the pickup game and he picks up his dribble like a foot inside the three-point line and then instead of dishing it off, he tries a hook shot over whoever's guarding him. I've right. definitely been that guy on the court before. Where yeah, Barry, you look like that guy. Yeah. Where, well, I'm looking. I'm looking at the teammate that's open, and I'm like, me throwing this one handed has a better shot of going in than giving you the ball. All right, all right. So let's right. go to Hold let's on. go to Billy. Let's go to Billy. Wait, Aaron, oh, do you have do you have do you have more? I had a Dan. Oh, go to Dan, Dan, please. Go to Dan. All right. Close your eyes and just picture this, all right? Large guy. He he doesn't ever bring the ball up the court. When he does, he dribbles significantly harder than he should. Pounds the ball, into the, and, and he takes little choppy steps. Anyway, he stands kind of on the, like the corner of the arc, about a yard back from the line, and he just stands there. And when you pass him the ball, he takes a step forward. He steps into his shot, and he holds the ball about top of the belly, and he doesn't do a full shot. He just kind of like push flicks it really fast. He steps and push flicks it. Just, just bam. Mm-hmm. And it just breaks the backboard every time. <laughs> just, just See, hard flanks. I'm saying that's hard flanks. That's how I'm talking like, yeah, like every time you better step way back from the goal because that rebound is coming off hard and long. All right. So I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to control. 
which order we go through this because there's somebody I want to save for last. So let's now move to Billy. What does Billy's jumper look like? I don't see Billy as a scorer. Billy is a facilitator. It's I don't not, see him we're taking not playing a jump shot. We're not playing what sort of basketball player are you? No, but I'm saying like his jump shot's garbage. I don't see him having – He it's like Lonzo. He can't shoot. I feel That's like how I Billy, feel like. I feel like Billy has one of those – so I don't know if y'all have friends like this, but the friends that aren't really good at basketball, but and they have an awful shot, but when they shoot, it somehow goes in more often than not. See, and I got awful, but yeah. So you know, you know how Danny Green kind of does that little short arm sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I got, I got Billy like a short arm shooter like that, not following got, through. Yeah, just kind of a little quick like pop, you know. Anyway. How about Roy? I feel like Roy, the ball is not in the center of Roy's body. I feel like it's off to the right a little bit. And I feel like he has the, he, he, he brings it from, he, he comes up from a, a distance. He, he starts at his waist and his shot is long, like as far as motion goes. I feel like he has a lot of motion in his shot. And I feel like he, he, he probably certainly keeps his, his follow through for, for a, long, a few minutes longer than he should. I agree that there's a lot of motion, and I have Roy finishing his shot, like, dark way the fuck up here, you know? Like, it starts down low, like you were saying. It could be even a little off-center, like you were saying. But I have Roy's release, like, max arm extension, and he's holding yeah. that arm just a tad. See, yeah. I got I got Roy as the guy who's a little bit hesitant to use his jumper, but he knows he can use it to get into the shot that he wants. So he's he's throwing a little pump and then like going for a little floater in the lane. Like I got Roy as a little little floater in the lane guy. Cause he's not huge, but he seems like a decently athletic dude. But if he's going to the rim, he's gonna get swatted to hell if he's up against somebody large. But I don't have him as a great I don't have him as a great three point spot up guy. So I think he's he's kind of using that as a setup to get to his his running floater. That's where I got Roy. I definitely see Roy having a running floater. Uh, who do we have left here? How about uh, Greg Cody? How is Greg Cody's jump shot looking? Underhanded. I, who we haven't we, we addressed? Mike and, Mike and Chris. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's go to Mike. Mike. Let's go to Mike. All right. I've got, got Mike. I, I, I've got Mike pinned. That was the easiest one for me. Mike is the guy. Who who jogs with a lot of confidence down the court, even with the guy bringing the ball to the court. He stands similar to the location in which I described Dan, kind of at the corner of the arc, and he just stands there calling for the ball. And he gets it, and he has this over-exaggerated shot that 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 in his yeah! mind has perfect. Home run will Dodgers take the lead. All right, sorry, back to what you were doing. Um. Okay. Anyway, so he stands at the top of the key. Or the corner of the elbow, corner of the arc, shit, whatever. He has this shot. He thinks is great. Anyway, every time he catches it, he's not looking to pass. He's not. He he might he might give a little jab step, and then he's doing what he thinks is a very smooth jump shot. And as soon as he shoots it, he's already got an excuse for it in midair because he knows it's not going in. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's long. That's long. Shit, my my. 
And my, my right hand's just, my, 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 my pinky's been bothering me all day. My shot's just a little off today, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, that's on me, guys. Sorry. 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 We got this. Let's D up. Let's D up. He's like clapping down the court. That's he's, how I have mine. He's the guy, as soon as he releases it, he goes, oh, didn't follow through. That's off. That's off. Dude, that's what you're he, saying? Aaron, yeah. every one of your takes is negative. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, you haven't, you haven't uh, given, you haven't given a single one of these people. Like I got Mike, I got Mike at like the elbow. Have you met people that work in the radio industry? That's a fair point. But Mike's in, Mike's a big dude, and he's in decent shape. I got Mike at the elbow, catching, facing up to the rim, little jab step, and then what he's gonna do is he's gonna take one dribble with his right hand. And then jump back to his left foot and pull up for a little little jumper right there, like it, in between the free throw line and the three point line. Oh, Dwayne Wade action. That's that's where I got Mike. And and yeah, I will admit his trajectory on his jumper is a little bit flat, but when it goes down, it goes down. But most importantly, and you know, last and not least, because. We all know he is the finest of their athletes. How is Chris Cody's jumper? A walking bucket. Supreme. He got taught by Scott Wedman. That's how supreme it is. It is a perfect jumper. He's the guy on the court. He's bringing the ball up the court, too. He's he's got a little Luka to him, right? He's bringing the ball up the court. And it's not he when his his crossovers and things like that aren't necessarily like the quickest in the world, but but they get you off balance just enough to give enough time to pull up right in your eyeball, and then he talks shit to you on the way down the court. I also got him. I also got him as one of these guys that does one of these slow motion euro steps. Like I can I can say this is a fat guy. It works good for like you know fairly chunky dudes where you go in and you bounce your body off of them. And then slowly jump off to your other foot. And because in 2020, that's not a travel, you get separation and you just do a little flip layup. As a chubby dude, splitting the defense with the slow Euro is a big move that I that I have. Slow in my Euro. Repertoire. Yep. It's it's just that first step. And then you they bounce off your gut. And they don't and expect you, you to take the second. You and, know? Then, and then it's just a nice little one foot fade away. But regardless, Chris Cody's going seven of eight from deep. We can all agree, right? Well, yeah, so this is what I got Chris is. Chris is bringing the ball up, like Aaron said, and then what he's doing is he's passing off to the right wing, and the the guy on the left wing is coming up and sending him a, a screen. He's running down to the baseline and curling across the baseline to the far three-point corner, wide open, getting that fucking rock and just draining threes from the corner shot all day. So you're saying he, he's got the give and go. He's he's taking the ball down court. He's going to go to pass to the right, and he's and going then, to the left, run off the ball, uh, off the off ball screen, curl around the baseline, and he's wide open in that corner. I'm telling you, Chris Cody is just goddamn money from that corner off that screen. Lights out, seven of eight for the game. Yeah. You you might get maybe maybe the the center creeps down to the baseline and sets an extra little flex screen, so whoever's chasing him around the first screen gets an extra little bump, like post up in the corner, just and he goes uh, something 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 random search, and I was terrified, and what I heard was not random search, 
while he's putting on his rubber gloves, I heard rectal search. <laughs>